Welcome back to the Center in the City podcast. My name is Wade Brill, and I am so glad you are here. Today in a soul episode, I want to offer you a moment to pause and practice some self-love. So let's settle into this episode and let's get centered. To be honest, Valentine's Day really creeped up on me this year. Maybe it's because I was traveling, maybe because there is such spring weather in the air. I don't know what, but I forgot about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a very interesting holiday because you know there's so much energy around the Hallmark industry and marketing and forcing this kind of concept of love on us and what does it mean to be loved or to feel love you know is it with gifts or diamonds or fancy dinners or champagne chocolate covered strawberries chocolate that comes in a heart-shaped box I'm reminded that every day is a day to love every day is a day to be celebrated because life is really just about love loving ourselves, loving each other, loving our planet. For a lot of us, a lot of us including myself, a majority of my clients, the practice of self-love is really challenging. And when I say the word self-love, how I define it is giving ourselves love, giving ourselves permission to take care of our own well-being, our own happiness. Self-love can show up in many ways, like how are we mentally talking to ourselves? How do we treat our bodies? How are we meeting our spiritual needs? How are we meeting our emotional needs? So for instance, when we think about mental, our capacity for mental self-love, it's really this idea of how are we talking to ourselves? What is our self-talk like? For a lot of my clients, it's critical. It's judgmental. It is full of a lot of pressure and you can do better and faster and stronger. And again, a lot of this self-talk comes from our conditioning, how we were raised, the things we heard, the things that we see, our attachment styles. Something I think we forget is that we have the power to change the dial, change the radio station, change the tune that is in our mind. So it's not about practicing false positivity. It's about acknowledging that there are these types of thoughts like you suck or you didn't try hard enough. You could have done this better. It's about acknowledging all of those voices and then choosing to reframe them. Maybe saying, I am enough. I did try my best. I am whole and complete without the attachment to the outcome. When we offer ourselves some more supportive, empowering words, that really is an act of self-love. It's a way for us to talk to ourselves with more kindness, more care. A way that we can practice self-love when it comes to our physical body. Oof, this is a big one for a lot of us. Right? When we can stare at ourselves in the mirror and criticize and pull apart of what's wrong or what's too fat or what's too big or what's not slender enough or this is too hairy or this is too pale or this is too squishy or wrinkled. 
right? We can get so critical of our bodies, this vehicle that we get to live and be in. A lot of the time, especially when I was teaching more full-time within the fitness world, you would see people push and push their body, not from a place of growth, but from a place of punishment. Like they needed to run five miles because that's what it meant to be fit. Not because they enjoyed it, but because it was like they had to burn that many calories. So movement, moving the body physically became a form of punishment where we can practice self-love is by asking our bodies, asking ourselves, how do you want to move today? How do you want to express yourself? What type of movement actually is going to bring your body joy? What is going to feel loving and nourishing? Maybe it's a gentle walk. Maybe it's a yoga class or a Pilates class or a dance class. Maybe it's actually getting on your bike and taking a nice easy stroll around your neighborhood. For me personally, I know what typically feels good in my body of how it wants to move and that's usually includes Pilates and some yoga and sometimes dance and, and walking. But occasionally I feel like a deep sweat or I feel like a hard bike ride or a run. And so I try to ask myself, how do you want to move body? What do you need right now? I think we can be conditioned in our culture that if we're kind to ourselves, there's this misconception if we're not our own inner drill sergeants that we're going to then be lazy. And if we're lazy, then there's a problem. And I really welcome us to challenge that thinking because I think if we trust ourselves more, we actually realize we won't disappoint ourselves. If we ask ourselves, what do you want? What do you need right now? With a sense of kindness, with a sense of curiosity, we're going to actually listen and, and hear. And that we don't need that drill sergeant, faster, harder energy to push ourselves. That we can actually gently challenge ourselves and grow still in ways without that type of harsh energy. So giving ourselves some self-love in terms of emotions oof, is such a beautiful practice. I think one of the biggest gifts of self-love we can give ourselves in this realm of emotional support is just by accepting what's here. A lot of the time, again, we judge ourselves for having certain emotions or feelings. When we can accept ourselves just as we are, that is a huge act of self-love. In my belief, that's where it all begins is the acceptance. It's that permission to let us flower how we're going to bloom. Also remembering that as humans, we have emotions can just be a huge gift of self-love to acknowledge like, yeah, I am human. I have a whole rainbow of emotions in me. I think sometimes we can forget that because we turn ourselves onto autopilot and we get so analytical or so in the doing of life and the task oriented and the growth that we forget about our emotional health and our emotional well-being. We can also give ourselves some self-love by connecting to our spiritual self. For a really long time, I didn't know I had a spiritual self. I knew I was always like open to it and, and was interested in a lot of spirituality, 
but I never embrace that I actually have a spiritual connection. And my relationship to my spiritual self has transformed over many years. Right now, I really connect to my spiritual self by connecting to the sunlight for sunrises and sunsets and connecting to trees and flowers, especially as I start to see spring slowly unfolding. And this sense of awe, the circle of life that continues to happen throughout the seasons of the year. I get to remind myself that I am just this little part of this whole bigger system and yet I am connected to this whole bigger system and my actions, my words have an impact on this bigger system. So a way that we can practice self-love to our spiritual self is just even by acknowledging we have a spiritual self. And for each person, that's going to mean and look like something different. So do we connect with her? Do we connect with that spiritual self? Do we make time to hear that wisdom or to feed that part of our souls? That is a huge act of self-love. So as you listen to all these different ways that we can practice self-love, I welcome you to pause and think about what's one area of my life that I want to practice just a little bit more self-love right now maybe even today is that with my mental my emotional my spiritual my physical self and what's one way that I want to give myself that self-love and then once you do that action I welcome you to pause and just notice how it feels Notice how it feels to have your cup just a little bit more full. And with that capacity of feeling your own self-love, then can you feel like you automatically have that energy that makes you just want to give to others? That you don't want to hold love selfishly, that it's also this gift that you can share. And then see if you can share some community love Maybe by buying a stranger coffee, by donating some money, by sending somebody a really sweet, thoughtful text message, calling a family member that you haven't spoken to in a while, picking up some trash on the side of the road, helping a neighbor with a project. Notice how contagious love is. Like when we can give love, when we can connect to love, especially from the sense of self, it then becomes this thing that we want to just keep giving. We get to recognize that love is endless, that it's always out there. It's always something that we can tap into. Thanks for listening to this episode. I hope it has resonated with you or left some sparkles of ideas of how to practice some self-love in more intentional ways. And let me know what resonates. Feel free to reach out on Instagram at OneWade or in the comment section, send me a message in the contact form. Thanks for being here as always. And cheers to us all practicing love every day, every moment, as much as we possibly can. May love continue to spread in this world.